Hello, and welcome to the Pondering Theologian Podcast. I'm the host, Nathaniel. So today I want to ponder the way that we acknowledge the work of the Spirit or Jesus in our lives. Um, I was reading in Mark and John this week uh, the stories of the the blind men. Um, there's two different accounts of blind men being healed in the Gospels, and uh, it kind of brought up for me a question, which was how do I respond when something happens in my life, something that's clearly from 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 God through the Spirit. And so going to read for you Mark chapter 10 verses 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabboni, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. So a good many years ago, I was out in the woods uh, with my sister. We were uh, back deep in some woods that we were well acquainted with. Um, it was getting to be evening time and we were heading in because we had to make it you know, about a 30 or 40 minute drive. Uh, yet for our community choir practice, neither my sister not, nor I wanted to show up all dingy and dirty from the woods. So we were moving pretty quickly. If you have ever tried to run or walk fast through a wooded area, you'll know that if there isn't a, a clear-cut trail, there's a lot of obstacles, and it can be quite hazardous. Especially for someone prone to tripping, uh, which I am. Uh, in this particular area, we did not clear paths. We were walking just a natural trail. There was a lot of branches and brush that would surround and cover that trail. As we were making a turn, my sister let go of a branch she had lifted. Uh, I put my hand up, but didn't pay that close attention to it. I was then smacked in the eyes with a particularly heavy branch. Uh, my right eye took a pretty forceful hit, and a chunk of bark got up under the eyelid. Not wanting to make the choir director annoyed by being late, um, having a fairly high pain tolerance, I quickly gathered myself and continued to the vehicle. Uh, when we got there, you know, got in, tried to wash it out and look in my eye, but it was swollen, constantly tearing up. All I could actually see out of it was blurred shapes and shadows. Um, I was the driver that day, and my sister was uh, not yet able to drive. And through a, quite a miraculous event that involved me depending a lot on my sister for some passenger directions and assurance that I wasn't 
aimed at a tree. We made it out of the woods to the house, got cleaned up, and made it to choir practice. I was not metaphorically out of the woods, though. By this time, I was tearing up in both eyes, and I was struggling to see out of them both. I don't know if you have ever tried to read sheet music with one half-functioning eye, but it's not a, it was not a fun evening for me. I ended up spending much of that time relying on my choir mates behind me and next to me, listening for their lead and adjusting my voice on their cues. Unlucky for the poor fellow in front of me, who had to hear my voice slide up and down the scale like a dying cat trying to yodel. Luckily for me, it was a scratch that healed with minor long-term effects, and about three weeks later, I was back walking through the woods, albeit a little more cautiously. However, it was not long-standing in my memory, it appears, because about eight years later, I was not wearing safety gear while working under the hood of a vehicle and wound up in the hospital because, through a freak accident, I took battery acid to my face and right eye. I sadly have more stories that I could include here with damage to my eyes, both short and long-lasting effects, um, but I think you can kind of see the pattern here, which is I should probably be wearing one of those old diving uh, helmets. Um, but since that laxed accident I mentioned, you will rarely find me in a project in my shop, around a vehicle, in the woods, where I don't have personal protective equipment on. In the gospel reading that I read from Mark, we see a well-known story, one of the healings of a blind man. One of the two situations specifically mentioned in the gospels. The other is found in John. I'll read that for you now. And that's John chapter nine, verses one through 12. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it into the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So the man went and washed, and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. Then they, uh, how were your eyes opened? They asked. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and then I could see. Where is this man? They asked him. I don't know, he said. When... We hear these two stories, they may initially seem very much the same. A man well known to be blind in the community. Jesus heals them and there is a lesson to be learned. One about faith and the other about sin and the work of God. Though they appear to me to have lessons that perhaps we do not focus on uh, enough in how they end. 
In our gospel reading from John, the unnamed blind man is healed by Jesus to illustrate the will of God for something greater. This man was born blind, and when the time was proper for it, Jesus healed him, and it says he went home seeing. He went out to display to the world the miracle of Jesus Christ. At the end of this, the people who came around to hear and see what had happened asked the man, Where is the one who healed you? The man responded, I don't know. Let me point out the obvious reason the man didn't know. It was because he followed Jesus' instructions, got into the pool, could see, and and went home. Uh, It does not say he asked or looked for Jesus. He had his grace and his mercy, and he left. Kind of like a fast food experience. Um, As we continue, a question for us to ponder, when have you had an answer to prayer or a clear intercedence, interjection, or intervention from the Spirit of God and continued on your way? Let's look back now to the Gospel reading from Mark. This blind man is named Bartimaeus, and we don't know why he's blind. We can ascertain that he was born seeing and lost his sight, though. We do know that he was sitting by the side of the road, where I imagine he had heard people talking about Jesus' ministry before, because as soon as he heard that Jesus was coming by, he began to shout to get Jesus' attention. When others tried to silence him, he only shouted louder. Jesus calls for him to come closer. He jumps up and came to Jesus. Bartimaeus asks to see again, and Jesus responds, Your faith has healed you. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on his way. What is the clear difference in the ending of these two stories? One man took his healing and went home, and the other received his healing and followed Jesus. Both of these stories show the work of God through Jesus Christ, and I would argue the reason Jesus gives for healing the man in John is the same reason that Bartimaeus was healed in Mark to display the work of God and the life-giving mercy and grace provided through Jesus Christ. Uh, The the takeaway thing that I have been considering, and I invite you to consider with me, is how that was received in the two men. Thinking back to the story in the beginning, I had two major eye injuries. Uh, From one, I learned to be a little more cautious, but I did not change my behavior or attitude much at all. From the other, I changed behavior, routine, and my approach to much of the work uh, that I do and projects. I even wear eye protection in the woods now uh, when I go out. So now when you think of your life, what are the patterns? What are the lessons? Where are the moments of grace and mercy for you from God? Maybe that is the spirit whispering of revelation to you that saved you time on a project, money on your yearly expenses, a friendship, a job, your spouse, your children. Uh, the, The list could go on from minor to major. When you see the work of God through the spirit and the life of Jesus Christ in your life, how have you responded? Did you thank God? Did you alter your daily routine to be more specific and mindful about prayer? 
did you continue on not making much change? Uh, I was reading for a paper I have coming up this week, and I came across a section in one of the, the school texts. Um, you know when you've been reading for so long or listening to someone talk for a while and your mind starts to wander, but you keep going through the motion? I was in that rhythm. Um, I was startled back to my book when I read a small paragraph on a theory in theology called Fideism. This theory reckons that faith is independent of reason, that reason and faith are essentially hostile to each other. So when it comes to Christianity, Fideism says there comes a point where we must stop asking questions and must simply believe, which might not seem all that off from what we ought to do. However, believing and having faith are two different things. In the book of James, the author reminds us that even the demons believe. The difference here is important to note if you are a Christian. Belief is knowing there is a God. Faith, however, keeps seeking and asking. The blind man and John went home changed. He believed in the person of Jesus, but he did not follow Jesus. When we say we are Christians, but we do little about that other than some church activities and wear the name of Christ, we are doing something similar. We simply believe, and we can enter into that fideism. Bartimaeus was changed, and he immediately followed Jesus. His daily routine was altered. He saw Jesus in his new life given to him. When we do more than take the grace of God, when we do something to show that change, when we seek Christ, we become like Bartimaeus. So <clears throat> the challenge that I would give to you this week, um, or after listening to this episode, is sit down with a pen and pad, take 15, 20 minutes, and some quiet reflection. Uh, examine your, your life in your mind, your heart, and answer which blind man are you? Can you connect events where you see the spirit continually moving in a particular way? Are you like me and you find yourself receiving grace and mercy in the same painful way? Uh, the goal of this is so that you can determine if you are act, uh, active in your Christian faith, an active participant in the grace given to you through Jesus Christ. Are you taking that grace and salvation offered through Jesus Christ's life, death and resurrection, and just going home? Not actually involved other than telling a few people about it. I imagine the blind man and John continued to go to the temple like a good Jew, uh, especially now that he could see to get there. You know, and we don't know more about this story. But aside from that, I wonder, did he engage God the way God did him? Um, I'd encourage you to do this activity, implore you to see how you are engaging the work of the Spirit in your life. 
Um, I think we'll call it there today. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? Am I being too harsh to the blind man and John? What do you think of fideism? You know, what do you what do you think about this episode? You can email me, ponderingtheologian at gmail.com, or go over to Instagram at ponderingtheologian and interact with me there. I'd love to hear from you. I do read any communication. Um, the previous, or two episodes ago now, uh, was entirely inspired by communication from one of the listeners of this podcast, so do reach out. I hope you're having a good day. Know that God loves you, no matter what, and there's nothing you can do about it. I hope that you are well, and I'll see you in the next episode.